I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. Hello, welcome to the Lost Boys podcast. With you every step of the way, you have me, Jacob Starworthy. And me, Jack Shepherds. One day we should do it, um, you say my name, I say your That's name. not what the people want. But the people don't know, they, they don't know. They might like that. Should you try it? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Lost Boys pod with Jack Shepherd and... Jacob Starworthy. Then there's a case of who says and. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a go. Um, we've just watched an episode, haven't we? Yeah, we have. In the comfort of my home. We're not in the booth today, are we? We're in my, my house. We're at Jacob's house. Cosy. Cosy evening. Very cosy. Jacob made me dinner. I made bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. Classic. Classic. Can't go wrong. And we sat down and we watched season two, episode nine, What Kate Did, which is the episode where we find out what Kate did. Yep. Plus lots of other things. We there's, there's a horse on the island. Yeah. Ka- Kate kisses Jack and then pegs it. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jin's handcuffs removed. Sawyer wakes up. Sawyer wakes up. And Michael goes fiddly at the computer when he's not meant to be doing that. But we'll get onto that later. Uh, Jack, your verdict on what Kate did, please. <laughs> I was not the biggest fan of this episode. I feel like this is going to be a weird, controversial one because um, I have a feeling this is remembered as being quite a good episode. And I don't know if people just remember that because it's got a banging ending. It does have a good ending. It's got a good few little bits in it, like them finishing the orientation film. You know, they have this like extra bit they put in. It's got some good scenes between Mr. Echo and Locke. Mm. But the Kate stuff is awful. <laughs> it's really bad and it's not done very well. Mm. And I think, you know, we were saying while we were watching the episode that it's not very well directed. Yeah, it's pretty... Paul A. Edwards didn't direct this particularly well. And I don't think it's badly written, but I think some of her scenes are. She's just like, she, she's going a bit frantic, isn't she, in this episode? Because she's in the jungle and she sees a horse, which we later learn is linked to her past. Um, and then obviously she sees the guy she killed, who ends, we end up learning is her dad, after initially believing it was her stepdad. She's, she like thinks Sawyer's been possessed by him. And it's all just a bit long, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a bit. Like, I I actually really, when I realised we were onto this episode, I was like, oh, yeah, sick. Like, I like, oh, okay, it's a good episode because we find out Kate's past. Like you say, you find out a lot of details pretty early on yeah. about Kate's past. Um, and, like, lots of good interaction. But I do find the Kate scenes, especially the ones where Sawyer's, like, passed out, grunting or whatever, and you're meant to think, oh, is he really, like, is his, has Wayne been reincarnated via Sawyer? It's just all... I, I wasn't, it wasn't flying for me it wasn't, this time around. It wasn't doing it for me, though. I wasn't really we got, thinking that. We got about to 10 minutes in, didn't we? We each other like, this is a really weird episode. It's really weird. It feels really... <laughs> it's like almost stilted or something. I don't know. It's it's very odd. It's funny. You do... And I, I know... Usually I know them when they come around. But you do get the odd loss episode, which does feel like it's been... Uh, written by by two people who haven't written an episode of Lost before and they come around they're just like kind of strange 
Yeah. But usually I know them before they before they start. But I don't remember this one being as such. And I've seen it a lot of times. Did you find it weird this time? Though? Yeah, really weird. I found the Kate stuff kind of long. And I, and I found, I think Evangeline Lilly, uh, maybe it's because of the interview we did with her, where we kind of, where she basically said she didn't like the way her character started being written. I, I can just kind of get that hint. Firstly, through just Evangeline Lily in general, just like just watching her, like she may not have liked doing this. Like not like, but like she probably found the kissing Jack scene just like really. After I just hear when you know it's a bit weird. I think I like I found it that way. The you know the kissing the the that three way love triangle thing feels like a different show to the rest of it. Mm. It feels like something that would be in a teen drama mm. or something, and it's funny because when we had Stu on, not last week. Yeah, it was last week. Yeah, but I'm talking about the time before when he explained oh. when why he started watching when he started watching Lost. He saw his girlfriend watching it. Yeah, and she was watching Sawyer. No, uh, Boone and Shannon and. He thought it was like a teen drama. The OC of dinosaurs, he said. Exactly. And this feels like that. The OC of horses. The OC with horses. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's got that vibe to it because you've got these three people, you know, I love her. I yeah, love that, her. It's like, okay, now everyone's back. Let's just pick this up again, this love triangle. And Sawyer just will say, I love her. You mean Kate? She's been watching over you for the past 24 hours straight. The only way I could get rid of her was to send her out to get some food for you. Even uh, Hurley trying to say, oh, that's what Sawyer used to do. You must be trying to do his thing. Oh, and Jack's chopping the wood. And he's chopping wood and he's trying to obviously impress Kate by being like Sawyer. Mm. It's just, it doesn't work for me. I don't like it. Fair enough. I'm already bored of it. I find um, Evangeline Lee, I I think her acting's good. I'm not going to say her acting's not good because I think she's great. But I think Kate doing crazy is really out of character for her. Just because she, she's like she's like really going crazy in this. There's lots yeah. of crazy eyes going on. It just feels like we're doing a lot of backwards character development on her, where she was this really you know she was a tough cookie, mm. and now suddenly she's her world's been rocked because a man's back in her life, and it feels weird. And it's not that she's not been vulnerable before. She is vulnerable. She's tough, but she's also vulnerable. But she's it, this seems beneath her character. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not saying that she can't be vulnerable. Because yeah. obviously she can be. But this is in a way where it's a bit OTT almost. Yeah, like even like the scenes where like she has a scene with Charlie. She has a scene with Saeed, mm. where she's she's just like I'm crazy. I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy, and like not listening to what Charlie's saying, and then Saeed like asking him if he believes in ghosts and all that. It just doesn't ring true. And then when she has a, a scene with Sun. And son's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm just, I'm leaving you to it because you've gone crazy, girl. And it's so funny. Son's just like, yeah, yeah, you look after Sawyer, bye. <laughs> I need to go. My man's back in town. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, son and Jean getting out at the beginning of the episode. Oh, it's so funny. Hurley's just watching like, Ayo, I know what's up. <laughs> That's so funny, by the way. I've never thought that about son like feeding Sawyer, and she's literally like, "Yeah, come on, like, surely I get a day off here." <laughs> my man, my hench man is in town. Oh, he is. He's so stacked. Jin is. 
That um, Hurley thumbs up is just a, a gif in it. Yeah. yeah. Do you say gif? A gif, gif. I don't know. It's I feel. G- I think it's supposed to be gif. It is supposed to be gif. Yeah. But that sounds so weird. It does sound weird when you say it out loud. I say gif. 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 You say. You just I, said. I you said you don't say. I know. I'm confused. It disarms you that yeah. word, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about uh, gin and Hurley. Two separate instances. Um, firstly. Um, Jin's handcuff being removed I love things like that because the continuity of the the idea of Danny Day Kim having like it put on every day he gets to set must have got quite annoying oh yeah he's probably thinking as an actor just like dang oh, fuck yeah. this is over that's the entire <laughs> season of a broken handcuff on on, on his wrist yeah um, but that that instance where Jin um, where Locke removes it for him that's um, the first time Jin and Locke have ever interacted in the show really mm. what and those two actors would go on to appear in Hawaii Five O with one another. Well, they must have got on. They must uh, have I'm sure. It Dan- Daniel and Terry. There were lots the of pub. smiles in that scene. Lots of smiles. Lots of smiles. Lots, lots of smiles. smiles. I love when Jin like brandishes it to, to Michael, like he's proud. Like, yeah. Way, Morris. I like I like the bromance Jin and Michael have because it's so like unexpected when you think back to the you know the time where Jin nearly killed Michael for wearing the watch. Yeah. Like it's really yeah they've come a long way. No, I like it. I like those two a lot. Um, Hurley, um, probably the biggest lull of the episode, where he <laughs> says to Jack, "Yeah, so Rose's husband's white." <laughs> I know, it's so funny. It's funny. It's just like so dumb. Apparently, L. Scott Caldwell, who played Rose, thought it would be it. It, it had to be addressed. She was like, "Sure, a, a white person would probably address this." Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just so funny that he says it's Jack, and Jack just just completely overlooks it and ignores it. Because it's so dumb. It's like, oh, it's so funny. But it remind, I always forget that Hurley's really insensitive to these things. Because mm. he is just, he's just oblivious so much of the time. It's funny. He says things like, you shouldn't say this stuff. Oh, I know. It's like, imagine going up to Rose and be like, Rose, do, your husband's white. What? Like, oh. That would be so funny. So, Rose's husband's white. Didn't see that one coming. There's something you need, Hurley. No, just taking a walk. Early as well, like another little hint about the mental hospital. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I, I Whenever just... he says it, Jack's always like, oh, yeah, you're mad. Like, but he's always like, Jack, talk to him about it. Ask him a question about it. Yeah. Like, come on, man. It's like, you are a doctor, but you shouldn't just be limited to spines. Why he? Just <laughs> <laughs> <To> spines. He's <laughs> a very limited doctor. He just deals with spines. Yeah. Doesn't he's even have not, a backbone himself. He's not really, very. He does. He's not very good at kind of talking with people. Yeah, I, I think Hurley even mentions in the first episode of season two. He says your bedside manner is shit. Yeah, he's not yeah. a psychologist, is he? He's no. more of a just a practical. Let's get this done. Let's get it done. Let's chop this man's arm off. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um. um so, uh, well, I mean, a weird link and arm off and could equate to death. Shannon's funeral occurs in this episode. We have another funeral. We have another funeral, and Sai and Saeed um, obviously gives a eulogy. But it's interesting because he gave the eulogy at Boons, and I just think back to in the season one finale um, when you see. Remember, you remember the remember the montage of them all getting on the plane and all interacting with one another. Unbeknownst to them, a few hours they're going to be on a, on an island together. Do you remember that? Yes. So there's a bit where. Um, Oh no, is that what, is a bit, uh, oh wait, which bit am I thinking? No, no, it's the bit, the, the, the flashback where Shannon's oh, like. when the bag, she blames the yeah. bag on Saeed. It's like these two, it's like, little did I know that she's going to, he's going to be performing the eulogy at both their funerals within a matter of weeks. 
Yeah. Well, um, it's just weird, isn't it? Oh, I'm just so glad they're gone. Yeah, you're not. You're not a fan of them. <laughs> you're not a fan of them, but that's that's that done. That we we have to that's deal that. with grieving Saeed now. Oh, I don't like sad Saeed at all. He's so boring. Mm. He's not got any. You know, even just saying, "Oh, I saw Walt." Even Kate doesn't even really react to that. She doesn't even take it seriously. Like, oh, he's going to have to tell Michael at some stage. Uh oh. Mm. That's going to be a big moment. Yeah, well, um, should we, should we, talk, should we Michael talk about Michael? Moore? Yeah, let's just talk about the ending. So, um, I mean, yeah, like, let's get past all the other stuff because this really is the, the best bits of the episode. So, Echo and Locke and Michael were having a little film club. <laughs> <laughs> the film club, yeah. <laughs> the strangest film club ever. Let's watch the orientation video again. Get the popcorn. Get, yeah, get the popcorn out. Okay, so skim over a bit. Because they, so they get, they find the other piece of film which Mr. Echo gives them. So Mr. Echo found the Bible in the arrow and in the Bible is a missing splice of film reel from the orientation video in the swan. That he then gives to Log. They fix it up together, which by the way, would definitely not have sound. That's not how those films work, is it? Do you get you don't get the sound with the film like that? Well, how else would you get it? Well, I thought because if you're doing like a super eight, you have to don't you have to play the sound separately? I I wouldn't know. I'm not sure, but I feel like that's not how it works. Or maybe mm. it is. Maybe the film has the sound on it. We should know this. I'm, we yeah. Well, I'm think I'm I'm thinking JJ should know this. Yeah, I feel like because <laughs> he directed a flipping film called Super Eight. I don't know. Maybe it's a, maybe it's not an error. Maybe the sound comes with. Just well, look, the film. I I make a point of looking up like the goofs and and continuity errors and stuff, and this hasn't been mentioned. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Um, I think you're picking owls, like when Jack found Kate very easily in the jungle. I found this this fact quite disturbing while watching it. I was like, how's the how are they going to have sound? Oh, really? They've only got the images. You're getting really, really agitated. Yeah. I don't oh, know. mate, I thought you were just getting stressed by Michael fiddling with the wires. I mean, I was stressed by that. I was also <laughs> stressed by the fact that the new film kind of told us nothing. <laughs> so, it, it, no, do you know what it did? And I, I like this as well. What it, what it did is it caused, um, like, it raised the stakes for literally the next scene <laughs> yeah and now that's it like yeah that literally just set up that scene perfectly <laughs> yeah um it's like they needed to set it up somehow so yeah and they were just like oh shit yeah because yeah, michael just walked past him and beep it would have yeah. yeah it would not have been as ominous yeah um what's your um views so yeah like they say just for those who don't remember um dr candle says don't use the computer for anything other than inputting the the, the numbers um, it could cause another incident and all this and all that. And Michael, to be fair to him, is asking a lot of questions that probably should be asked about the hatch. He's asking about the blast doors. Yeah. He's asking about, he's saying, you know, I hear about electromagnets and incidents and things like this. Locke's obviously getting caught up in the mystical side of it all. And uh, what's our purpose? But Michael is being like it's quite been... rational about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and he's coming at it from an, uh, an engineer's standpoint as well. Let's not forget. Yeah. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, Michael does communicate with, well, someone who says, well, well. They say they're well, yeah. I mean, we don't know for sure who that could be um, at this point in time. But it could be anyone. What's your views about this? It's definitely, well, I, I'd lo- I think it's one of the others mm. somewhere. So you don't think it's Walt? I don't think it's Walt. I think it's a trap of some description. So that's, that's, 
that's what I think it is. Mm. That would be my my first instincts. I don't know if it's anything more than that. It could just be the Dharma Initiative playing a game, playing a joke on. But they know Michael's game. name for him to be Walt's dad. Well, maybe they've just like mic'd up the whole thing, and it's just an episode of Big Brother, <laughs> and so they're all messing with them. Mm. There you go. You think it's an experiment? Well, on them. Sometimes I think that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Michael was like, why are you just pressing the button? Like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. Michael's come back and he's shaking your views, isn't he? I like Michael. Do you? Uh, yeah, he's growing on me. Fair enough. I used to not be, he used to be a bit of like one of those middling characters, but he's kind of, I think he's just because he's quite sensible and now he's not just shouting Walt the whole time. He's not shouting Walt and he's, he's um, not being a bad dad because <laughs> no. he's not being able to be a dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. bless him. I just think Michael just... Mm. I don't know. I feel I feel a bit sorry for Michael. He doesn't really have a chance. No. Uh yeah, he doesn't. He's good though. Good, yeah. Good lads. He's just trying to he's just trying to get he's asking the questions that should be asked. And that's what you need. You need someone who's going to do that. Because sometimes you do just get caught up and with it because mm. it's a TV show and you don't really ask like, "Oh, what are they doing down there? Why is this so weird?" blah blah blah. No one else is asking that. And I like when a character just goes, just actually, hold up a minute. Mm. This is super weird. Mm. So I quite like that. Also, I like the fact that the film gave an excuse to have Locke and Echo together yeah. for quite a few scenes. Because scene, their scenes are really good. They're great, aren't they? They are good. And I like, it's this Echo's silence to begin with when he just like stands up and walks out and things like that. It's comedic, man. It's so funny. He's just... Such a good character. Yeah, he is I really absolutely great. love him. Yeah, you said he's your favourite really character like in the him, show yeah. so far. I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but we could be having another Hero of the Week on our hands for Mr. <laughs> I actually physically can't think of who else could be Hero of the Week, I, apart from Jin and Son for getting laid. That's about it. Everyone else, especially, like, Kate's just down there at the bottom, even yeah. though it's her episode. Kate, Jack... I have bad, bad episodes. Their kiss. I hated their kiss. So it's funny because obviously, I mean, I'm just asking myself, are we meant to like the fact that they're kissing? But then like you say, Giacchino strings like, are like making it like this weird, mysterious, evil Yeah, they twist. Are, they're <laughs> weird. There's this weird percussion over the top of that scene, which is, it's almost quite like haunting. It's yeah. It's like shrill. The music does not want you to like the what is going on. No. Which is good. I like, it, yeah. yeah, it made me like that scene a bit more. It was Fair next to the music because the it was playing out like a weird kind of melodrama. Like, oh, they're finally kissing. It's supposed to be a romantic thing, but the only thing that was telling you that it's not was the music. Mm. It was like this is actually quite foreboding. Yeah, because the rest of it was just weird. It was annoying when Jack was having a go. Actually, he's like, he's like, what's wrong with you and all this? It's like, just let her be. Just let her be. Yeah. Oh, so that so no, it is annoying when she leaves the button under. Um, she was a button unwatched unwatched unsupervised yeah. that's like selfish shit that that I when she was walking off I thought there was going to be more of a reason than I know I know she thought she saw Wade yeah Wayne Wayne yeah. sorry yeah in Sawyer which makes more sense yeah but I, I don't know I suppose it is the guy she killed I think because it's not clear that's that yeah. straight away so you're a bit like Oh, why, you know, when Charlie goes and meets her walking away and she's like, did you see the horse? Did you see the horse? And that was it. And it's kind of like, oh, a bit yeah. weird. Yeah, well, I, I would, I'd just be like, yeah, right, I'm going to go for a, like, do a runner. 
But I'm going to quickly grab someone and be like, can you just press the button? I need some space. Yeah. <laughs> she, lo- she loses it too much. She literally loses it. Yeah. And does a runner. And like, who knows what could have happened, man? Who knows? But then she did see the horse that saved her. Yeah, should we talk about flashbacks then? What's your view, what's your view on them? The flashbacks were... Explains a lot. Do you like them? Or do you think they were like merely functional? I thought they were functional. Really? I... Yeah, I mean, I don't... I wasn't a big fan of the marshal. He was a bit over the top. I like the marshal, you know. I think that actor's quite a good actor. Every time he's in it, I always like him. Frederick Lane. I'm... I just found it all a bit over the top. Okay. So let's, 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 let's break it down. The opening scene, um... And then the scene after, like before the loss, and then the scene after the loss, which you like, you were like, oh. Oh, I've got to keep in flashback going, yeah. Indulging, Where, indulging she, in flashback. She kills her dad. So yeah, you, you were like, is that must be her like creepy dad, because obviously he's all drunk and he like kind of makes a pass at her and then the house explodes. Um, and then you used to feel like it's actually her stepdad. Then we learn her mum dobs her in. Yeah. Um, and it kind of explains the time where her mum, well, you know, her mum's less than frosty reaction when she's not very well yeah. screaming her neck, screaming for help and then the marshal catches her and then she's being carted uh, back and then she's a horse and it allows her to get away yeah see I don't like it's all functional that all happened but there's some good little interplay there I don't know like you you obviously then we've got the scene that I'm going to talk about because it's literally freeze framed on our on the TV screen this scene I didn't like okay so, so we're talking about the scene where where um, Kate comes to see the guy she always thought was her dad the, the major sergeant who she learns wasn't her dad and that's why she killed Wayne yeah go well, why don't wait, you wait so scene? that's why she did I don't get why so she was making a scrapbook for her for who, the person who she thought was her dad yeah and then she realised that there was no way that could be her dad because he was in Korea up until four months before she was born so there's no way yeah because sex don't work that way no so Wayne she then learned Wayne was her dad so, so, so killed him um, so but yeah, why what, I don't understand why she killed him because she knew he was her real dad well she kind of explains it to Sawyer well when Sawyer's like passed out she says it just it just made her feel that she just would never be good but that, that's just rubbish. That's, why would that change your mind? Just because you feel like you've inherited bad genes all of a sudden. It's funny because all the reasons that you would think she had for killing him, she says, it's not because of that. She's yeah. like, it's not because he beat up my mum. It's not because, you know, you, you were inappropriate or whatever, or you were drunk. I think that's why I don't like it, because this scene makes it feel, oh, she just feels like she's got bad blood now like yeah. literal bad blood not you know Taylor Swift bad blood but literal bad blood <laughs> not T-Swizz bad blood <laughs> not T-Swizz which is just so weird that's why I don't like it because it kind of it takes away like there would have been if she had said like oh he you know because they imply like she, he touched her and yeah. did not stuff like that if they had gone like down that line yeah it would have made way more sense mm. for you know as a character and well I that. completely agree with that I do think it now we're talking about it this is why I love this podcast because you get mm. to see I get to view things in completely different ways than I ever yeah. have watching this show the way she said she says to Sawyer it's because I knew I could never have anything good and it kind of ties into the chat she had, to when she shouted at Jack and she was like I'm sorry that 
you know, I'm not as good as you yeah. and all that. She's like, she just wants, she wants to be good. And then she turns it into a thing about every time I look at Sawyer, I think of him. So it's like, it's all just really strange. That's what I murky. find that bit really weird because then it's like, so does she, fan- she can't fancy him if she sees that in him. And here's everything. Sawyer hears that. So Sawyer's probably going to be like, well, look, explain to me, who is Wayne? Yeah. I'm sorry I remind you of him. Like, it's, yeah. And like, maybe, and it's like, it suggests that she killed him. It's like, maybe that's what she did because, you know, you'd still be interested about what Kate did. <laughs> yeah, you would be quite creeped out, I think. Yeah. I would be if I woke up and like, my girlfriend was talking to me like that. Like, <laughs> I heard him in you. Well, I was going to kill him. Blah, blah, blah. And you would be like, what the fuck? I heard um, him in you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so weird. <laughs> It's really weird. If I if Saf, yeah, if I wake up and Saf is talking about killing someone and re- me reminding yeah. <laughs> of that person, <laughs> I'd run a fucking mile. Um, it's yeah. really odd. And so, yeah, they're like, I think they're trying, it feels like they were trying too hard to give her a reason that wasn't like she was touched as a child or like it was about her mum or something. Like, I, I think those are, they're almost seen as, like, easy, they might have been seen as, like, too easy as a reason. Yeah. And so they had to give her this crazy, very weird reason. And, like, Kate is such a, she's supposed to be, like, a really down-to-earth character who's not, she's more, I've always felt that she's more science than faith. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, the opposite. I I think Kate is, like, she's happy to flirt with both. But it's like, it's like she kind of appeases Locke, but mm. it's always for like another reason. Or she always appeases Jack. She always kind of tags along with whoever suits whatever motive she has at that time. Yeah. I feel like she's not really ever asked herself the question. Yeah. But her motive th- here is just silly. Yeah. She's just having a bad day. She just needs some sleep. She's, well, yeah, but yeah, say she's having a bad, she's having a bad day on the island. But then the reason she killed the guy, that's like, that's a bad reason yeah that's just not that doesn't seem like her and it you know because she's got this you know genes it's like kill the guy for being up your mum kill the guy for coming on to you even the the guy was like yeah that's a good reason (laughs) that's a good reason kate no it's not enough (laughs) um yeah weird yeah so we decided that this is a weird one also the discussion about good and evil it really remind me. Have you, you haven't? You have you watched the new season of BoJack? Three episodes. It's really good. I'm loving it. Okay, there's a bit where he, they start talking about whether he can be like a good guy, and Diane turns around and she's like, "No one's a good guy. You're just a guy." Mm. And it's it comes at this time when everything's a bit murky. Anyway, it's a really good season. I think it, I said all. Yeah, I think BoJack's best show on TV at the moment. Really? Yeah, I genuinely do. I think it's so good. I do absolutely love it, gotta say. I don't think there's a better show running right now. Well, Maniac starts tomorrow. I've heard really good things about it. Yeah, but that's a limited series. So we should talk about Maniac, just because it's starting in around the world and it's written by Guy who wrote. Oh yeah, so it's 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 out it's out now. Maniac is out now. On Netflix. On Netflix. And it's it's created well, it's based on a on a Norwegian, Norwegian show. But it's written by uh, Patrick Somerville, who wrote some of the best episodes of Damon Lindelof's TV show, The Leftovers. So for me, that's why I'm very hyped about it. That's why I'm very hyped. I'm not going around to watching it yet, but I will do. 
I'm really excited for it as well. Yeah, it's great. Oh um, this and is not even a sponsored content. This is just no. This is, yeah, it looks great, and it's like a one season thing. It's like boom, and it's directed by the next director of James Bond. Yeah, Carrie Joji Fukunaga. Still haven't seen the first season of True Detective. You need to get on that. That's I know, very I'll watch good. That. Um, so yeah, it's Good and Evil. Yeah, very. Yeah, I'd much rather the um, the, the the discussion about um, science and faith. But Not, the point I was trying to make, sorry, yeah, go on. was that I don't when people mention like that clear cut stuff, but they don't. I feel like it wasn't very. There's there's no discussion of it being like a murky area in the show. Mm. It feels like there kind of is like a good and evil. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. Oh. So you don't like good and evil? I don't mind it, but I just don't think. I think having, like, with something like Bojack that tackles it so well, where it's kind of like, you know, people are just people. They yeah. Are. And so I feel like when someone's, when someone like Kate is saying, like, oh, then, like, I can't be good, I can't be... Like, she's so clear-cut in her thinking about that, about yeah. good and evil. Like, she just needs to talk to someone. Just get over it. Like, it's not a thing, Kate. And so I think that takes away more from the reasoning about what she's saying. Yeah, fair enough. Even for, like... That was where I was trying to go with that point. Yeah. Sorry, it took a long time. No, 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 I get it. I'm sorry. Are you? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I am not as perfect as you. I'm sorry that I'm not as good. I think, I think, if we'd had a scene in the episode before where Kate was having a bit of a bad time... It wouldn't feel so out of the blue for her to be like this in this episode. Mm. I think, I don't like seeing Kate like this. No, I don't. And the episode is written, co-written by the guy who went on direct, Mr. Peabody and Sherman. The animated film. Okay. I thought I'd just throw that out there because I think some people might enjoy that knowledge. <laughs> um, one other thing I actually really, really, really find annoying in this episode, a, a character moment, uh, comes courtesy of Jack Shepard. For once, it's this the on-screen Jack Shepard annoying me <laughs> and not the one sat in front of me. And it comes at the end when he sits down with Anna Lucia, who is obviously just public enemy number one because she killed Shannon. And he brings her tequila because that was her drink that she asked for. Yeah. Uh, very well-remembered, Jack. Very well-remembered. And he I sits... I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? You're going to say the bit where he goes... Where she goes, am I, my, I'm, I'm the most hated person on the planet. And then he goes... Oh, you're gonna to have to teach me like yeah. women aren't insane. So he says, "I figured you could do a drink, do a drink. I could too." Equating the fact that Anna Lucia literally murdered someone by accident, like an innocent girl, with "Oh, I was kissed by someone who then ran away into the jungle." So, <laughs> like, mate, get a grip, like get an actual grip. Yeah, I really hate that moment. But that's what I mean about these like two different shows. One's like Shannon just died. And there are whispers in the jungle and <laughs> there's this hatch where there's this like button that needs to be pressed in this crazy orientation video. Yeah. And then there's Jack being sad because a girl kissed him and ran away. And now he's like, yeah. oh no, she fancies the other guy actually. And he fancies her. I'm really worried that they're going to get together. Mm. But that's, it's so weird. Thank God for the hatch stuff in this episode. The hatch stuff's good. Thank God for that. Yeah. Um, so many good quotes between Locke and Echo. Like when Echo's telling his story. Mm. So what... That's a Bible verse. Yeah. What Bible verse oh, is Oh, I knew you were going to ask me. I wasn't even going to delve into it. 
Because I, I was thinking, I was like, I bet that's like a thing. Four, fifteen, or something. Uh, oh, as in the numbers? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't think it. I don't think it is. Oh. Um, but missing a trick there. What I will say is, uh, it, it it's actually two kings twenty two. Nah, that's, that's that's not a number at all. But this sounds like a good time for number watch. <laughs> Twice in the episode, the camera cuts to the timer when it's on number twenty-three. Number watch. Kate spent forty-two dollars on a ticket to Tallahassee. Number watch. Sam, Kate's non-dad. Was in Korea for four months before Kate was born. Number Watch! And that concludes this week's edition of Number Watch. Um, Jack, I want to show you something because while we're talking about that scene, <laughs> while we're talking about that scene, um, so she goes to the recruitment office where her my major sergeant army dude, dad, is working. Um, non-dad. And non-dad, maybe dad. Maybe dad. I mean, it's, it's, I guess it's now her stepdad, but it's like she always thought it was a dad. You can still call that person a dad. But anyway, she goes there and I'm going to play. So, listener, yeah, you, I'm going to play Jack uh, a scene from the episode where there's something in the background and I want to see if he spots it because he didn't before. Um, So for those who don't know, um, yeah, and I mean, if you don't know, you're about to find out because through Jack, who's about to see it for the first time. He missed it the first time around. So here we go, second time. Uh Yes. So it's Kate walking into the room. Someone's watching a TV. Her dad's on the phone. She, camera cut. Oh, then, Saeed's in the background. On the TV is Saeed Jarrah. Let's find him. Let's freeze frame on that. Whoa. There he is. Oh, oh, oh he got too that up, no, Great. Um, <laughs> this this, it. It. this is on. why people oh, listen God. to our podcast. Stuff it's like a, this. this is premium yeah. podcast. Yeah. One of those podcast. visual gags we do. <laughs> this is one day when we win an award, someone's going to listen to this and be like, this is an award-winning podcast. What? We are never going to win an award. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Saeed in the background. Look at him. Saeed, you're on our TV. Oh. on a TV within the TV. It's very, very trippy. It's very Cronenbergian. Anyway, yeah, he's on the TV. So that's that. Great. Which um, part of his life is that? You one you are yet to see. Oh. I should say. Hello. I'm going to just try to get you because I feel like this episode might have affected your enjoyment of the TV show Lost a little bit. No. It, no? No. Okay. It's fine because the, the last, the one before the last one was really good. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. You didn't like the last one either. You didn't. You which didn't one was it. the last one? The one with... um. Uh, collision, the one Stu was on for. The one where... Yeah, oh, where they met the gang. Yeah. The gang's met. And a Lucia episode. Oh, yeah, you weren't the biggest fan. No, I wasn't the biggest oh, fan. Oh, I'm a big fan of that one. Um, this like episode's episode. also um, a little bit longer than usual. It's five minutes longer, so maybe it f- maybe you felt the five minutes. I, I'm i glad there were an extra five minutes, because I was worried that they were going to do the orientation film thing, the longer version, in the yeah. next episode. Ah. Uh, mm. So I'm glad they did it this So episode. you do get quite a lot in this episode. That's good. You do. You get a lot of information, but I just don't... But the information's like, you learn about Kate's background. Mm. So you know, like, oh, why she killed a man. Yeah. You know, all the stuff she did. So that's good. Yeah, no, you, 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 get, you, get, know that. you get all the... You get everything you need. 
Um, so I'm just trying to do, I'm trying to line up something really interesting for the listeners. <laughs> what? Okay. You know, uh, sorry. <laughs> so that stuff's really good. That that just that's just like out of the way now. But it's more like I'm almost kind of sad that I feel like oh that's out of the way now because it was slightly unsatisfying. Maybe finding out. Yeah, I mean, look, I think it's like the thing with Lost is there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. And when they do get answered, you're not going to be happy with every answer they give. No, I'm not. Okay, actually, like, I'm I, talking about the answers, saying, like, oh, it's because the man she killed was her dad who turned out to be a, like, stepdad who turned out to be her dad. Fine. Mm. That's, like, that's, like, a good bit. And actually, the first flashback I did quite like. Yeah, fair, yeah. It was the, when it, like, went on. And then you kind of learnt more about that. Mm. That I started going off it. Like the reason, you know, the reason we've spoken about, like her reasoning, I didn't like that. There, it's kind of things like that where it almost played its hand too much mm. and just seemed, gave bad reasons for things. That mm. was an unsatisfactory answer to a question. So, yeah. Maybe Fair that's enough. if I like the hatch stuff. I like the Hatch stuff moving on. Because I feel like we haven't seen that much. Yeah. I would like, like a proper Hatch episode. The call. I think you might like the back half of season two. Um, Not, yeah. Just, it's, because I, you said to me, a few episodes ago, how how I rated season two, and I rated it very high. And I've come to realise this time around watching it, that it's mainly because of the second half of the season. Oh, really? Yeah. Because mm. I'm waiting for it to get truly like to the good get juicy. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I love, I love these next episodes to come. In fact, let's talk about um your uh who you who you're hoping to see next week. Uh, uh for well, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a. Uh, I don't know. It's a difficult. It's difficult to guess. I mean, I'd like. I said at the end of it. So she was that like, I thought there was going to be a Saeed episode. Mm. Because we hadn't, I keep saying this. I think I've said this like every episode. Yeah, so let's like, run through. It's going to be a side one. So we've got Jack, Michael, Locke, Hurley, Sun and Jin, Shannon, rest in peace. The other side of the island, tail section, yep. survivors, Anna Lucia, yep. Cortez, and now Kate. Yeah. So, Sun, have we? Yeah, Sun and Jin joined together. Oh, they were joined together, yeah, because mm. they flashed it between the islands. Mm. Between the sides of the islands. Sides of the islands. So, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all the big players, isn't it? Apart from. So, we haven't had Saeed, Sawyer. We haven't had. Um, what else have we had? Claire? Charlie? Claire and Charlie. Just don't. Charlie Claire. with his greasy hair this we episode. We get a lot of Charlie in this episode, we were saying. We get a lot of Charlie. And it was. He's such a. He's a bit of a non-character at the moment. He doesn't do much. He's just, he's either just walking along and bumps into someone and it's like, oh, what are you up to? And then doesn't really add anything to it. Mm. Or he's playing his or guitar. Or he's playing his guitar. <laughs> um, writing his album. Uh, so yeah, he doesn't do much. Mm. Claire doesn't do much. I mean, ideally, I'd like to see Mr. Echo, just because I love Mr. Echo. Okay. And he's my favourite character now. And we collectively decided he's the hero of the week. Yeah, he's here. So of the it's week. Jack and Jake who's here of the week. So that means he's now been here of the week since episode five. So that's five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> and nine. Holy Christ! That's I don't think that's ever going to be beat. No. Who's your favourite character at the moment? 
um, my favorite character at the moment is um, uh, John Locke. <laughs> you can't go back on your hero of the week and then no, no, five weeks running and then... No, John Locke is my favorite character. Is that just because he's your favorite character all the time? Yeah, I love him. And I, I, I just love Locke and I love his reaction to Echo. I think they're very joint at the minute. And like I said to you before, Echo was never really registered on my list um, until definitely the last time, but now, this time, he's firing on all cylinders for me. Why? Why does it change so much? Well, I hadn't watched Lost in a while. influence on you because I like him. No, it was, ep- it was episode five. I think it's because we're actually deep diving into it. Mm. And we're, talk- we're, we're looking at kind of character motivations and, and actions. And we're talking about, I think it's the hero of the week kind of thing that's made me realise yeah. what absolute noble hero he is. Yeah. Like more than Jack ever could be. Yeah. And I absolutely, I do love him. And I think Adjawali uh, plays him really well. Do you think it makes a difference kind of watching it? Because I imagine you haven't watched it week on week since that first watch. Well, since the first watch, yeah. And like the last watch, so the seventh time I watched it, was actually quite a while ago now. Yeah. Like we joined years ago. Um, No, I watched it with my sister and it was quite a while ago now. Yeah. Um, And she hates me because we're on season six and and because I moved out. She's like, when can I watch season six? I'm like, not without me. She's like, but when? I'm like, one day. So Eve, if you listen, I'm sorry, we'll get around to it. But um, yeah, I uh, also need to bring my uh, Mr. Echo toy in, don't I? Yeah, you do. We'll do that. Don't mistake coincidence for fate. Um, so yeah, that was that was us. That was us analysing what Kate did. I just love that we analysed an episode of Lost that the people who wrote it and directed about probably don't think about ever, won't ever think about ever again. They're probably, they're probably done with it. They, I imagine a lot of these people, because it's so long ago, yeah. would come on if it was with their like, early TV writing gigs. We'd like to have a little chat. Yeah. I'm not chatting to those kind of people. Or we should get them on. Because I think, I imagine a lot of opinions have changed on how they would deal with characters. Mm. Especially looking at it today. I think it, do, you know, it doesn't help that we are living in an era of like peak TV. You know, like being able Flowing to talk down about... down the endless stream of great TV. Being able to talk about something like BoJack, which is a show that would never have made it to air however many years ago. Mm. And the fact that I'm just saying like it's the best show on TV now. Like that would never have happened in the time of Lost. Certainly true. Certainly true. You know, talking about Maniac, this crazy show that's coming on, it just never would have happened. And mm. so being able to look back, it's easy to go like, oh, they should have done, you know, the character motivations weren't much. The teen drama stuff was too much. Like they were probably just asked yeah. that they needed to have a love story to like keep, you know, it's a fucking massive show. If 20 million people are watching, they probably think like you need, because that was like the tried and tested thing that worked. So in that, with that, in that respect, it could be a lot worse, you know? Yeah. It's bearable in, in the, it's like, it is like OC-ish in the, in the way that there's a man and a woman and a man, uh, you know, caught between each other. And it's like, it could be a lot worse. Yeah. Because those shows are just filled with all of them, like everywhere. Yeah. This one does keep it to them three. Yeah. I think it just feels a shame because I like two of those characters a mm. lot. Um, Kate and Sawyer. Obviously. Well, thankfully, one of them is now not unconscious anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad Sawyer's back in the game. Yeah, needing you know, a haircut. He need, he needs a haircut, but he's he's so good. I just he's want great. more of his quips and more of him. I'd like I ship him and I I don't mind him and Kate. I'd rather him and Kate and then Jack and Anna Lucia. Mm, you're shipping Jack and Anna Lucia. That would be fine. Okay. 
That that would be like then we can all just get on with the hatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just marry them off. Okay. And then get to the hatch. Yeah, okay, yeah. Everyone's getting, but the, that's the problem, like the relationships. Like Saeed's relationship ruined him. Mm. This is why. This is perhaps why I like Locke and Echo because I know that neither of them going to be in relate. Well, I mean, they could end up together. Oh, you never know. That'd be a twist and a half. That would be. I mean, it wouldn't. You know, but this is TV about. Yeah, exactly. Years These ago. days it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So that probably won't happen. I yeah. imagine the, ne- the network wouldn't have let that fly back then. Sadly, no. That would be so great. I mean, Sesame Workshop won't let Bert and Ernie fly, so... Flipping hell, man. Yeah, the times. <laughs> um, I bet there's some crazy Lock and Echo fanfic out there, actually. Yeah, definitely. Oh, man, I want to find it. We should find <laughs> That's it. That's so weird. It's so weird, but I love the idea. Um, and if we ever meet either of them now, we can just ask, like, we, we really think Lock and Echo could have been a team. Did you play it? Did you play <laughs> Did it? Did you ever play it? <laughs> oh, man, that's great. That would be an amazing news line. Um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like I, I would ship them too, but that, 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 so because I know they probably won't go off together, mm. and they probably don't stand much of a chance of many of the women because mm. there aren't that many older women on this show. No, In the got same. Rose, who's now married, who's, who's married. Yeah, um, mate, that's, that's it. it. That's it. I mean, even in this episode, they try and downplay Kate's age to be like, actually, this was about five years ago or whatever. Mm. When her mum's oh, like, yeah, when are you me. supposed to, are you old enough to drink? She called Katie. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. 24. <laughs> I'm wearing this like teenage t-shirt. Can't you tell? Bear in mind though, Evangeline was quite young in this time. This yeah. Time. Oh yeah. yeah. She's also, she's 24 years on living with her parents. Yeah. Oh, mate. Just well, saying. Not, not judging me, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Different times. Though, Different man. times. And I lived in London, all right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. Um, I, uh, yeah, well, okay. So I, I, I'm going to do it. Rate this episode out of five. Go. Two and a half. Three. I'm going to get three because I don't think any lost episode is under three. Okay. Um, so uh, oh, what would you rather, this or Toy Plane? Oh man, Kate really doesn't have good flashbacks, does she? She doesn't have good reasoning. Actually, <laughs> like to be fair, now now you've mentioned the toy plane, like this all makes sense again. Give that girl some motivation. Oh uh, yeah, her motivate. They have not worked out how to give Kate good motivation in her past life. Yeah, maybe right. she is just fucking crazy. <laughs> they, they, that explains it all. Maybe it is just all that. She's in a psych ward of Hurley. Yeah, maybe she just doesn't have good reasoning for anything. So. It all flies and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you really hate them. I hate that. Well, look, you've got Kate episode out of the way now, so yeah. it's going to be a while before you get another one. Don't worry Ooh. about that. Um, okay, where can people find us? People can find us at, at Lost Boys Pod. Yeah. They find you at... J- Jacob underscore Stoll. Do you want to say that again? <clears throat> Jacob underscore Stoll. Thank you. I'm at Jack J. Shepherd. You are. And people, we're on what? SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Acast, Pocket Casts. We're on Acast? Yeah, we are. We're on, we're well, on since when? all the casts. Since, since we're on I Acast? put our RSS feed in there. Oh, okay, good. Very good. I'm glad someone's on top of this. Yeah, I haven't spoken to them properly, given them an email yet. Why not? Because um, I haven't got around to I'm busy. Can you do I'm it tomorrow? super busy. Yeah. yeah. I'll give that girl an email. 
Yeah, just do it. Yeah. She's probably like, why are you not? Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, yeah, you can find us on all those things. Um, and we hope you enjoyed Stu last week um, on the show. Yeah, we'll probably try and get we, Well, we want him back. We, we, we won't try. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure he comes back. Stu, we'll come in, coming for you. Coming for you. Coming for you, Stu, always. Um, and we've got some guests lined up for, um, you know, some big episodes in season two. Not any... Uh, no, 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 no. Well, look, I'm just saying, Jacob's always hunting. Always hunting. For cast members. So, I mean, that sounds really weird. But I'm always just Stalking them. talking to cast members' reps to try and get them on. So, hopefully we'll have some, a few spies for you coming up. Uh, but please do rate, subscribe and like. Um, you can find us on everywhere, everywhere Jack said. Um, but to sign us off today, usually we play the end of the episode, don't we, Jack? But this week... Obviously, the end of the episode is Michael typing on a computer. Um, so me and Jack are going to just reenact what is written on the computer. As it's written on the computer. Okay. So do you want to take the role of Michael or could be Walt slash other slash who knows? I'll be, I'll be Michael. Oh, okay, cool. So I'll and start us off. Another good sight gag for the podcast. Oh, this is great. It's great. So I'll start us off. <coughs> Hello? Hello? Uh, uh, lo- <laughs> no, just say it. Don't Hello. do it as he's typing it. <laughs> Who is this? Oh. Uh, this is Michael. This is... Uh, he's such a slow typer. Who is this? It's television, isn't it? I sit there. I'm waiting. I'm thinking what to write. I'm still waiting. Dad? Oh! Look what number it finished on, the volume. 48. 48. <laughs>